I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about fitting into niches. Mm -hmm. More specifically, not having to fit into a niche or fitting into multiple niches and why you should fit multiple personas. Exactly. Why you can, like, embrace different niches and understand them and feel associated with them, but you don't necessarily have to box yourself into things. And it can be really easy to box yourself into something or to feel attached to one thing and that you can never be something else. I know I always talk about this idea of like contradicting yourself and why you should be like a little bit of a hypocrite or have have some contradictions to add, you know, spice and variety and, mm -hmm. you know, interest into your life. And so this gives the same sort of take on. But before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, one, merch is still available. Surprised that no one is, not, neither of us are wearing it right I now. I know. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, which you can, or if you're seeing this on like a clip on our Instagram at Girls with Girls Pod or at Ancatherine at Canine, those socials will all be linked below, but same accounts for Instagram mm -hmm. and TikTok. But I feel like one of us is always, most of the time, me. Like, quite literally every day and most of the time when we do record, I'm wearing the Impress Yourself Collection merch hoodie because it's, like, gorgeous and white and blue and beachy and vibey and it puts you in a good energy. So if you want to get one as <laughs> and well. And if you want to feel the exact same way. If you want to feel <laughs> that energy, the link is in um, the show notes below. Or on any of our bios, any of the account bios. Mm -hmm. You can just click on over, check out the merch. There's a beanie as well. I know it's warming up. <laughs> but if you want to get a matching beanie, a matching set, as well as the hoodie, the world is your oyster. Highs, those, and goals. My high of the week, I went to yoga twice this week. and Twice? When else did you go? Well, I went on Tuesday. And now Did you I go with all Sunday. of them? Yeah, I went with what? them. What? Wait, group I don't know where friends went. often goes to yoga. And yoga, there are classes at our gym that are included, and so I've never been one to 
do yoga consistently outside of it, but I've always wanted to, like, challenge myself more with it and try to take it on more, but it was just, like, never something that I was, like, paying for outside of my typical gym. But my gym now has yoga classes, and I was like, damn, I've been going here for a couple months, and I haven't taken advantage of having free yoga classes, and so I went on Tuesday, loved it so much. I had such a great time, so today's Sunday. I went again this morning as, like, a Sunday wow. recovery, and I, I really enjoy it, so I'm excited to like low pressure because I'm not necessarily paying per class I'm just paying for my yeah, gym membership really and nice. be able to like well I mean yeah that. at the end of the day I'm paying for at the for end it of the day I'm paying for that like but gym bill that I pay I would say but it's definitely my high of the week because I've struggled to enjoy yoga a little bit more in the past and I I really had a good time I felt like I was in tune with it oh that's awesome mm-hmm. my high of the week is I did wake up this morning so my low of the week is that it's almost 3 p.m. and I haven't been outside today to Sunday but there's a high within that so we'll get to it is because I have been the past couple weeks I know we talked about this in last week's episode and it was kind of like a a negative thing because I had to wake up early to go somewhere and I had to like get Mm -hmm. get the episode out um so I woke up early and got it done and for the past three weeks I've been doing that Mm -hmm. and it is so nice to yeah, of course, it's like a Sunday. The episode is due Monday. Like we we know the drill. Like we've mm-hmm. been around, we know the drill. But a lot of the time, that means I am up or we're up for the entire night on a Sunday night. Like going into the week is just not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's just not the energy. It it makes me really tired, and no one wants to be like up trying to finish their work at the end of the day. So the past couple weeks, I've gotten up early, edited, and, like, gotten everything mm-hmm. prepped, and then I have my day, or at least the afternoon and night. Absolutely. And it's done and dusted, and I don't have to, like, think about it and worry, and then I wake up on Monday, and I'm like, it's out to the world. Woo. So, I did that today. I woke up, even though I think I got home at, like, 2 last night, but my alarm was set. Like, I, I set my alarm. We had such a silly night. I set my alarm the night before because I knew I was going to do this, and I knew I was going to thank myself for it, mm-hmm. and I did sit there in my bed from like 7 to 11 editing and my room was a mess and I needed to shower and it just wasn't fun in that sense but I got it done and then I rewarded myself by resetting absolutely everything like I I reset I'm like my sheets are in the dryer right now mm. that's the last step. I need to do laundry that's like the icing on the cake for my closet is clean I cleaned out my desk I cleaned out like this, I have a small room, so there's all the, like, podcasting equipment goes under my bed. And a lot of the times, we're like, okay, just throw it. We just shove it. We, we just, just shove like, it right under her bed. Throw it, or it, like, goes in the corner of my room or, like, in the closet. And I don't like that because it's just a lot of things in my really small room. So I just, like, reorganized everything under my bed, put new, like, little door boxes, which, by the way, all the camera oh. stuff is, has a new box, so be aware of that. Okay. Um, Like, clean kitchen and I can't my room is like you know what I mean it's like yeah, it's like yeah, sparkling yeah, right now nice. and I'm so excited to I really hope that I can get myself to do the same this afternoon but. and it's bright and sunny out and so when we're done recording I get to like have a day because the episode for Definitely tomorrow is, is out and about mm-hmm. it's ready to rumble can I ask what makeup you have on it looks really good and really? I thought this I thought this the other day too sometimes I think that in Catherine's makeup, like, sometimes I think she'll wear concealer that is, like, a little bit too orange for her or something. 
I okay, don't know. Do, sue you, me. Sue me. No, that I know, it, but like, are you, I get pale like, in the What winter. are you doing? Because honestly, I feel like your skin looks really smooth and glowy. Your eyelashes look so long. I do have really long eyelashes. Your eyelashes look so blunt. long and you look like dewy and oh, bright. Thank you. I, so I, this do you have any blush on at all? No. That's just you. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's walk. So my low. I'm just, so let's just hit all of them. Um, my other low, so first of all, my high was today I got my work done and I can go have a day. Mm-hmm. My low was, what was my low? I, I said my low first. Who knows? Rewind. Oh Hit the rewind. Um, and, but okay, here's my new low, is that I, my face is so crusty. It's like Oh, that's so what it dry. was. You felt crusty. You told me that that was your low. I know, but I think I said a low before, but I just was talking oh. and forgot. So That's so interesting. Low, I think you look so opposite of crusty oh, right that's now. So but that's okay, because it's so about how you feel. So I feel so crusty right now. Like, my face, I don't know why it's, like, dry. I, yeah. I don't feel crusty otherwise. Like, I just said, I reset everything. Like, mm. freshly, I washed my hair yesterday. And I, for some reason, like, my skin is just so dry. Yeah. And it's not the best feeling. So, this is what, this is my makeup routine. So, I don't actually know anything about makeup. And I don't typically, like, do a whole, a whole face. But now that I've been, like, in an office every day. Yeah. I've been doing a whole face because, and... It takes me like two seconds because I, the steam room, I, I sit in the steam room every day after the gym and that I think like preps, preps me. And then this is the step. One, mm-hmm. sunscreen moisturizer. Okay. Two, gel type moisturizer. You know, like a, oh. one of those, like another. So it's like the CeraVe or Cetaphil, one of them. It's like the AM and the PM. I use them both at once in the morning. Um, and then this is where, this is the kicker. Okay. Vaseline. Or on your entire face? You, everyone knows this. Do you have this on your face right yes. now? Wow. And Kevin's it's like, here's my makeup routine. Layer. Vaseline. Yeah. So it's the tiniest layer. I absolutely love Vaseline. I just, I have one of those big ones and it's empty now. I'm like scrounging at the bottom. I have a big one and then I have a little teeny one that's like travel size and I bring it with me everywhere. Wow. Because, because I'm allergic to chapstick, guys. I can't use any chapsticks or I will literally like get an allergic reaction on my mouth and no one wants that. No. No. <laughs> so you I don't, can, I don't. No, I, one no one does. So I can only use Vaseline. Anyway, so I, my skin was really dry like a few months ago and I just like put, like it's slugging. It's like slugging for the daytime. But just like minimum. So instead of using like big chunks, it's like the tiniest little layer. You just like put a layer on and then I let it marinate, take a moment and then concealer. I use three different concealers. At not, the same time? Yep. So, so it's not for any reason. I just... Who knows? Sometimes I put it on and I'm like, this one's too white. This one's too orange. I can't. I Whatever can't you're doing up. right now, it seems right. Thank you. Thank you. It does. Thank you. Right now it's actually two. It's the Tarte Shape Tape, which is empty. Cause so I had three. One of them died. And then one of them, the Tarte, is empty. And then this other one is, I don't know. But it's, it's, it's like juicy right now. And so I like it when they're juicy. <laughs> um... And I think that one's a little whiter. Like, I do like it when it's whiter. I like Rather it when my concealer is, like, lighter. Okay, so then concealer on this Under and eyes. then, like, up. Okay. Up there. Well, I don't actually. I just put a dot and then I, like, beauty blender it out. And then I do um, a contour stick. It's the Fenty one. Mm-hmm. But it's kind. it kind of gives orange and I don't like... I need a new color. I need a new color okay. because I like it when it's, like, more muted and, okay. like, brown rather than orange. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so then I contour. You can get a the dark c- concealer. People do that. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. Um, I put the, but I have, it's like a, I need it to be empty yeah, before yeah. I, um, 
it's expensive. It's expensive. So then I contour just a little bit like that. Yeah. I like go with my cheekbones and then on my chin and on this and on my nose. Right. I also in the summer though, I will like I once again on my mouth, I can't I can't use chapstick because I will get an allergic reaction, but I'm out in the sun all the time. And so I can't get I don't want my lips to get sunburned, right? Right. So I have zinc oxide like straight up just zinc and I will put a little bit on my like I got it as chapstick because right. it doesn't give me an allergic reaction. But then I'll put a strip of my nose and I'll put like this and so I'm just out and you it, think mm. it naturally contours your face. I have a very like bony face. Some for you. Well, like on my nose, some like it's sometimes it's like out. You know, what, you know what I mean. So then, okay. So then I, I do. I was doing that all summer. It's awesome. It's like DIY contour, and then you never like your face just like it brings it out. Yeah. So, that's what I do. Oh, and then mascara. I use. I am a waterproof mascara. Like I will always and forever use waterproof. She'd mascara. be crying. No, well, I just don't take it off, and it if I don't have waterproof mascara, it also smudges throughout the day. Okay. So I put a, but I like the, there's one non-waterproof that I got, like mom got me for Christmas and I really like it. I think it's the a tart, tart one and it came with it. Is yeah, that yeah. It's like I a mini the, one. And so I use that one because well. it's like elongating and I have really long eyelashes, which is the craziest turn of events because otherwise like the hair on my head doesn't grow. So why are my eyelashes <laughs> super long? Also, they're really blonde is the whole thing. So I use that because it makes them like. I don't know. And, but then that's not waterproof, so it's going to smudge and get everywhere. So then I take a waterproof mascara, and I think it just went right. I don't want to kind of don't like it. You um, give it and then I put, it on top. I put it on top, so it kind of seals in the, like, now it's waterproof. Mm-hmm. And I go about my business. Thank you for sharing that with us. So essentially it's three things, concealer, <laughs> contour, and mascara, and it's Vaseline. And Vaseline. Yeah, yeah, So. But your low is that you feel crusty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do feel crusty. That's unfortunate. Um, so my goal, actually... You should order. Last week, I same day Amazon delivered an exfoliating mitt, and it just is this fabric that. Could you not have walked to the store and gotten something? No, I like wanted this specific thing. It's like a specific material. It. I don't know that you can purchase this in the store, but it was sitting somewhere in a warehouse, and they were able to deliver it the same day for only two extra dollars. I just. And I, was I feel like, so bad for Amazon same day delivery. Like. Can we not overwork them? They're working so hard. I just feel sad. For them. Like, go, go home. I was them. craving, like, a deep, exfoliated, cleansed feeling. And so I got this glove in the shower. And it's really like good. A- I did it after the steam room because you're, like, so, like, steamy and your skin mm-hmm. is so prepped. And then you just put the glove on and you just rub it. And truly, truly, like, it makes my skin... It has made it so soft. And I've only done it twice now. Wow. But then I moisturize I after and it's so beautiful. I have a needed to bowl up. So, but so, I'm just saying, I feel like that would make you feel less crusty because, it, like, doing body skincare has, like, done wonders for my less crustiness recently. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well said. So, my goal, I just thought it up, is I want an avocado oil. Well, I want just avocado oil to put in my hair as, like, an oil okay. mask. So... That's the goal. That's my goal is to get it because I always, it's one of those things that I'm like for weeks I've been like, oh, I'm going to go get it. Oh, and did I say this last week? I need to organize our like hard drive. Nope, you didn't. No, no but I mean, that's another one of my goals this week. Like it will get done because it's, it's unorganized right now. So my low, picture this, I have a backpack on my back. I've okay. been out for the day. I went, I worked at a coffee shop. So I got my work stuff. I got my computer. I got my computer charger. That's just about it. 
I also went to the gym though, so I have like a change of clothes, a pair of sneakers, makeup, all of that. So my backpack's decently heavy, it's on my back. On the way home from the gym, I stop at Trader Joe's to pick up a few items. The line is so long that to make it worth it, I have to pick up more than just a few items. Yeah, that makes sense. So now I've done a full grocery shop. Two, two doubled bags, one in each of my hands. Heavy, you know, there's like an almond milk in there. Like that's heavy. Mm, yeah, it's yeah, it's a couple pounds for Backpack sure. on my back, and it's probably a 10-minute walk home. Five to ten. It's no more than ten, but definitely not less than five. And I was truly in pain every step. Like, I was nervous through? that my back was going to give out, and it do was just cut, really bad. Do you take the hypotenuse, or do you go around the triangle? I take. I cut through. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't. Mentally, it's more fun to not cut through. Interesting. Well, I just had to get home, because my back was hurting, but I was like, I literally, like... It's I cannot Uber from here. I'm like one. No, it's I'm like an I'm like Uber. one street it's a, over. It's, a it's just Uber. like I couldn't do that, and so I had to walk it home. And it's just like not something that I ever want to do again because I really felt that it was damaging to my back. That's tough. I was just carrying so much weight down the street. Um, my goal this week, I got a book, The Four Agreements, recently. Oh, when'd you get that? Oh, in LA. No, I actually got it from Amazon after because I wanted to order it for cheaper. <laughs> just, yeah. Um. And, and that's st- what's wrong with today's world. <laughs> and I started it, um, and then I read Verity by Colleen Hoover instead, because it's just really a lot easier for me to read a <laughs> fiction book really quickly. So I always get sidetracked from the more nonfiction-y type books. But I'm, like, very curious about this one. It's a little bit more spiritual, and it's, like, I think it's quite old. It's been around. I'd it's say been it's, around. I'd say in that realm, it's a classic. So I would say my goal is to to at least pick that back up and get back into it. Anytime that I talk about, like, this idea of a niche or it's kind of like a stereotype or a personality type. Personality type. Personality type. I always liken it to social media and the examples that you see on social media because Mm -hmm. I know that I consume these and I know that if you're listening, you're consuming those, like, social media curated archetypes. Because how else would you have found us or started listening to us or have been into, like, this space of health and wellness and Mm -hmm. podcasts and, like, content in that sense? It's an amazing thing that it exists and people are able to gravitate towards and learn about and be exposed to different archetypes and ways of living through social media. However, you kind of curate your social media, your feed, or the content you're consuming in that sense to only show you one archetype, one personality trait, one way of living, when that is not an accurate representation of every possible thing that you could be. And it also makes you feel like you are only allowed to be one set type of person when you are allowed to be a mix of every single personality type that interests you. Mm -hmm. I think in some cases, your explore page and for you page could go down that rabbit hole of only showing you one thing. I think also on the other hand, it's so amazing that through social media, you can see an abundance of different lifestyles that you could be living, different values and ways of life. At the same time though, I think overexposure to that can make you feel like there is always something that you're missing. You can be absolutely everything. You can have different parts of yourselves that are all of these different things, but it's hard to always be expressing all of the different sides of you at the same time, Mm -hmm. I think. So I think when I see on social media all these different types of people, there's a lot of these archetypes and niches that I can relate to, but sometimes 
they'll take over at different parts of my life or there's always something that I feel like isn't up to par or isn't up like if I haven't traveled in a while then suddenly I feel like Mm -hmm. I've lost that like travel side of me if I feel like I haven't been studying or working very hard then I feel like I've lost that like drive hustle side of me and just by being exposed to all of those different niches and things all the time I think the overexposure can sometimes make you feel like you're always missing something yeah the other side of that too is when you're letting different archetypes and personality traits and ways of life match you know the phase of life that you're in naturally you're going to be more involved in one style than another Mm -hmm. and over time that's going to change and evolve and kind of flip-flop as you go and that's how it should be but when you're thinking through it as how is this presenting itself to the world like how are the people around me seeing this when you're thinking through how you express yourself in that sense through other people's eyes rather than just your living your living your life and doing your thing which I think is a huge impact of social media because we see other people expressing themselves so rigidly into one style that we feel like we have to do the same that it makes it really difficult to conceptualize all the different styles that you take on and feel like when you're one, you have to be only one and everything else that you have been and everything else that you will be is just non-existent. That was actually like a really cool point. It made me think that pinning yourself to one niche is almost performative in a way that it's not natural. It's not natural for you to be just one thing or for you to be so niche down to something so strongly that you are in a box with it. But it's easy to box yourself in almost in a performative way because when we see people show up on social media with, you know, their bio and their boxes that are supposed to be representative of everything, it almost feels like everyone can only be one archetype and one person. So then suddenly I think it can make you overthink and start living to fit the mold Mm -hmm. of the niche that it feels like you're portraying instead of living as yourself fully. Sometimes I think about that. I mean, I I love having a feed that I feel like is representative of myself. I've always thought of my social media as, in a selfish sense, as like a little scrapbook of mm. who I am and what I've done. It's, at the end of the day, like, it's for me. And I love that I feel like the vibe and the energy and the experiences that I'm, you know, taking pictures of and posting are representative of who I am. That said, if I take a picture at night and I really like it and I like the I want to remember that and I'm like oh I want to post this Mm -hmm. I'm gonna second guess it and I'm not gonna post it because everything else on my feed has been designed to fit like beach outside sunny blue sky and I love that because those are my favorite things like those are the most energizing things in the world to me when I look at my feed I get energized because I love it I feel like I've crafted it to what I'm really interested in and Mm. what really reflects me that said I now feel like I can't post this or express like a different side of myself because it doesn't fit the mold that I've built for myself it's even interesting going back and forth from living in Boston in more of a city to then when we go home to the coast of New Hampshire where it's very small town beach vibes I feel like those are two very different lifestyles and even just that flipping back and forth can make me overthink of like well what niche do I fit into is it like slow life beachy vibes or am I like a city girl you know like Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't have to choose that's such it's so overthinking it but I don't necessarily know what drives those thoughts is it me really needing to 
feel like I have one identity or is it me trying to figure out how I portray myself to other people which I think is more likely the case like yeah. how you're viewed through other people's eyes because at the end of the day it really doesn't matter to me if I am a city girl or a beach girl because I know that I am, enjoy a balance of both you know but it's like then you mm. think about which way that you want to be portrayed and it can stop you from living the natural course of your life almost yeah. if you're letting yourself be pushed into one box or another do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. I think life would be a lot easier and how we view ourselves would be a lot kinder if we stopped thinking about ourselves from a third person perspective through other people's eyes, like with that judgment. And instead just thought through ourselves as ourselves and didn't try and over conceptualize and didn't try and, you know, look at it from an outside world and fit who you are into these rigid niches and rather just exist as you are and take your interests and take what resonates and yeah and move along what do you I feel like we should think about like what we feel like those niches actually are I f- to and be there honest, are so many like sub genres as well too I think even within health and wellness there's then like super yeah. fitness and then there's super like maybe 
spiritual in mm-hmm. a way. And then there's super wellness and super nutrition. And I almost feel like I always get confused about where I fit into that because I'm like, I enjoy lifting weights and going to the gym, but I so do not feel like your typical gym rat niche whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There are so many things in that gym rat niche category that I absolutely do not subscribe to. However, I love lifting weights and I go to the gym. And I'm like, mm-hmm. some of my values fit more with the health and wellness side. But, you know, it's, yeah. it's just hard to And like, again, that's... Not to say that there isn't a whole, for lack of a better word, consumer base of people who are like that, who kind of fall in the middle. Because it's not really you're falling in the middle, it's just that's where you are. But because these niches and these ways of... It is a natural way of your brain kind of sorting people and things and vibes into categories. But when, obviously, no one is going to be a perfect, like, 100% just one category. You are going to take things from every different category and you are going to be a mix of your different interests and a mix of the different activities and things that you put your energy towards and that's when you kind of feel like I don't have a place do I even fit into one of these niches but no one fits into those niches because they are so rigid and it's a good thing that we kind of have these ways to conceptualize people and interests and you know bring you closer to people that may be more similar to you but it's really hard when you don't feel like you fit fully into one category because, you know, you are health and wellness, but you also are travel and you also are business and study and school. And all of like these, all, yeah. yeah. You also are like all of these things that make up who you are and your interests and what unique niche you fit into. And so it's really, it makes it really difficult when you over conceptualize that both on a personal level and when you go and try and express yourself to mm-hmm. others because where do you fall then? I think if you've never looked at yourself as like, a fashion girl or a music girl or a travel girl it can be hard to even start exploring new things in those realms because you see other people so strongly niched down to those things that you feel like it's hard for you to even dip your toe in the water mm-hmm. because it's like if you can't that like I struggle with that sometimes feeling like they can't do something a hundred percent I'm almost like why why do it at all which is such a wrong way to think And I'm trying to get better at that, being able to, like, do a little bit of everything mildly and not care about, you know, what it means in my definition of myself, kind of. But I do think, like, every person is going to have multiple interests spread across. But then when you think of specific people, you'll think of somebody as, like, so fashion, Mm -hmm. so music, so travel, so business. And we kind of box other people in. And maybe that's, like, maybe that's something that you should practice not doing like maybe not boxing other people in and seeing them as more complex people because maybe that would help you be less judgmental to yourself and allow yourself to Mm. expand a bit more I don't know yeah absolutely I do like the concept of like I was saying having those archetypes Mm -hmm. that are like essentially fake people super saturated versions of these different interests and these different lifestyles that like I said no one is 100% just one way of living Mm. it is helpful though to kind of categorize and figure out who you may gain insight from who you may connect with who you may be friends with who you may want to learn from Mm. and it's helpful to put into perspective other people but also to put yourself into perspective to an extent that's the that's the difficult part because It's helpful and validating and provides a sense of security when you know who you are and you can kind of pinpoint or pick out these different archetypes, these different niches, these Mm -hmm. different interests. 
But when you start to over conceptualize and you, then you that's when the contradictions come into play is when two things that on paper might not, you know, support each other, balance each other out, but in practice with yourself, they make up who you are. And that's when it is an amazing thing to be contradictory and be a little bit of a hypocrite sometimes and live your life in that sense until you start overthinking and over conceptualizing. And then that's when it's like existential crisis because now you're like, how can I exist being both of these things when they're not supposed to go together? Mm -hmm. But in reality, everyone has examples like that. Everyone has parts of themselves that may not go perfectly together or be from different ways of living. Yeah. But when in practice, in their own personality and their own lifestyle, make absolute perfect sense and fit for them. Yeah. I feel like the examples that just came to mind for me with that is like how can you be super fitness oriented but also like a big foodie and stuff that I feel like that seems contradictory to people or how can you be super career focused but also love vacations and you know I don't know yeah yeah like super basic things and one thing I always think about is the types of people that I gravitate towards and you know think highly of and value my relationships with most of the time we are very different people on paper Mm -hmm. and have very different lifestyles but the connections are either fundamentally we have very similar values that just manifest differently or we have experiences that we can connect on and from there build a relationship off of and that's where these differences between you and the people you care about of course if it gets to be like a very deep lifestyle and foundational difference then it may not mesh in the long run but having people that aren't 100% like you in your life and around you is so insightful and you can learn so much and I think it just provides so much more depth to life and to relationships Mm -hmm. and makes things a lot better it would be so boring if everyone was the same person and if everyone fit into one niche and Mm -hmm. wasn't complex having people around you that are contradictory of yourself and contradictory of each other a little bit or just you know varying interests and lifestyles and expertises and all of those things I think that it'll help you box your yourself in less as well because they say you're like a combination of the five people you spend the most time with mm-hmm. so you can take things from all different people and you can learn things from all different people and also if you're only around people who are exactly like you and think the exact same way as you then that's no fun it's no fun it's almost like you're i, I forget the there's like a term i'm i'm looking for but it's like you're like every, it, it's just bouncing back to you echo there's chamber? no an echo chamber yes there's like no other there's nothing else coming in there's nothing else coming in you're just like in this echo chamber and you right there's no there's nothing to challenge you there's nothing to like stretch your brain or add interest or variety into your life and that's so boring and that is a way that social media can be great about it because it does give you that exposure to you know if you live in a town where people are all very similar if you live in a family where everyone thinks very similarly and there's not that much diversity and ideas and interests and things like that, mm-hmm. that you can tap into these other communities and you can be exposed to these other communities. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a great thing, like, at its core. It's just when we start to over-conceptualize it and be overwhelmed by how many different options of life there are and how many different interests there are. But I do think that it's cool to be able to see how so many different people live and see the world if you maybe don't have that same level of diversity mm-hmm. around you. I do think the over-conceptualizing point is huge because one of the biggest takeaways from this if you are over conceptualizing or if you are struggling with like thinking that it's difficult or 
not okay to fit in a million different niches is that when you look at how you live your life and the things around you and the things that make up who you are, no one else is breaking it down like you are. No yeah. one else is like overthinking and over conceptualizing your personality and your interests like you are. I, my room is, so my room at home is like fully, like we've all seen it. It's like fully white. Like my duvet cover is like my bed is white. The mm -hmm. walls are white. The carpet is like gray and white. It's crazy. Like my bathroom wall, like it's, and it's like, there's no art on the walls. There's no like spice. There's no pizzazz. The only like flair I guess would be, and I love it. I love it. I love it. The only like art piece or like personality point is I have a bunch of sticky notes on the back of my wall that I've have like mm -hmm. little drawings or little sayings on them that I've put up over time. And sometimes I over, I, I love my room, but sometimes I overthink it and I'm like, there's what of me is here on the flip side. My room in Boston is like my bed is gray and on the wall I have a painting of like a Chanel lollipop <laughs> and then there's a Buddha head in the corner and I have books on my desk mm -hmm. and I have plants in there and sometimes I overthink it and I'm like I the painting of like Chanel lollipop and the elephant from Cambodia I got when traveling like those can't both live in my room those can't both be me because they're two very different energies and different mm -hmm. vibes and different personalities and like gray am I a gray duvet person like this is crazy. Or I just like overthink and over conceptualize and in my head sometimes I get way too deep into it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like these there's no way these two things can exist at once and be a reflection of me. Because how can I be these two things at once? But one time my friend was over and they were like, Oh, your room is so you like of course that's your room or maybe oh I think it was someone came over for the first time and didn't know whose room was whose oh and they just in knew. here and they just like guessed because Caroline's room looks exactly like Caroline's room our roommate Anna's room looks exactly like Anna and my room looks exactly like me and they just guessed instantly because they are reflections of who we are and no one else is going into your room or looking at your life and breaking it down and over conceptualizing being like categorizing being like that's pink that's gray absolutely not like no way those two can exist. But I just think it's so interesting that everyone is different and everyone gives off different energies because you give off, like, your own energy. Yeah. You give off your own personality. You are your own combination yeah. of all these things that make up who you are. And other people really, really value that. And that's what draws people to you. That's what sets you apart. When people look at you, they don't see all the little things that make up who you are. They see those things working together and they appreciate that combination. Mm -hmm. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. There's so much pressure to fit in a niche and to be part of a niche. And I think a huge piece of that is that niches are like trends. We had that girl. Mm -hmm. And then there's 
clean girl and then and then it's like becomes like messy girl when you have someone like alex earl who's like showing a messy room then everyone's like oh it's like cool messy messy and well, like minimalism maximalism yeah like, minimalism maximalism the like it's also weird fa- that even with it, so like, fast it's like people talk about how like fashion trends change like crazy what is trendy in terms of like a body is changing like mm-hmm. in and out constantly like trends change so much and so now i think that we've even taken on trends of a type of person and a specific niche of a person and you just can't keep up with that like it's it would be exhausting to try to keep fitting into a box and you can be inspired and take inspiration from things because like of course I want to look at a clean girl aesthetic and I want to be a bit cleaner or I want to like look at a minimalist thing and be like you know you like things and you see things that you like and can pick things out of all these different niches but there's so much pressure to define which of those you are and also to keep up with the changing trends of them. It's just impossible. I think at the end of the day though, after you've become aware of like, yes, you can give space to all your interests is then putting intention and putting effort behind that. Because like Caroline said, there are times in your life where things are gonna take precedent and things are gonna shift to be more important and take up more space in your life. like ways of being that doesn't mean that the other parts of you like fall by the wayside and just go away and don't exist within Mm. you so if you're sensing that that's the case or you're feeling like one thing is taking over or you haven't like given space to the other things put some intention behind that and i know there are there's a range and there's a scale of like what is actually the biggest parts of your life i made a list of some of the things like the contradictory things i guess that um, or the different parts of myself. I know in the first page of my journal, and I've had the same book for like a year and a half now. And sometimes I open it to the first page and I read these. There are like five points of things that I've conceptually said are like these make up who I am, and they're all very different. And every time I go back to it, I'm reminded of all those parts, even though maybe in that moment I'm thinking I'm only one of those parts. But then I'm like, oh, I actually am all these parts. And it's really energizing to be reminded of like what makes up who you are so that, that could be a good exercise like a good yeah. journal exercise sit down and write down a list like no pressure of everything that makes up who you are I have a longer list too and it's like literally one time I was feeling so like out of body and I made this list of things that make up who I am and some of them are like the painting in my room or driving a jeep that's like and I'll talk about that in a moment that's like core to who I am because of the like building things and the yeah. like cars and stuff like that which is so not like you wouldn't see that when you look yeah. in here like con- look at look at my Instagram because that's like the reflection of who I am you would think oh beach summer not like oh she definitely like enjoys uses a, a car wrench and like does th- I don't know or like builds things like I, I go through phases where I'm like I will build, I built like a door rack for, for the, the Jeep doors or we have a bunch of surfboards at home. And so I just like drilled things into the wall. And now they hang nicely on this like art on our wall or we live like by the water. Our dad grew up on boats with his dad and now we've had a family boat for a while. And every summer he and I like put the boat in together and, and I go to the marina with him yeah. and we like put wax on the boat. And it's like, who would have thought that I, no one would think that I like enjoy doing that. But I do, and I enjoy, like, putting it on a little trailer and, like, doing all the little things. And that's so not a – that doesn't go with, like, health and wellness. It doesn't go with, like, running and fitness and, like, wearing Aritzia. <laughs> but it's part of who I am, and it's honestly a big part of who I am, and it falls by the wayside a lot. 
until I give myself a project like that. And mm-hmm. it, oftentimes it happens in the summer. But if it's like fixing things, like building things, like that I really enjoy. And so that's not something that takes precedent every day. That's not a huge part of who I am, like working out, going to the gym, keeping my space clean, blah, 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 mm-hmm. things that pop up every single day. So that's something that takes extra effort to make a priority in my life. And I know that when I do, I'm going to really enjoy it and I'm going to really feel like myself yeah. because I'm like, wow, this is a part of me that I haven't tapped into in a while. This is great. I think that that is such a good exercise and I want to do it too. And I want everyone listening to try to do it. If you have a, a minute, if you find a minute, write down everything you can think of that, that you enjoy or have yeah. ever enjoyed. And maybe you it let be, go of it. It can be, it can be such things small too. things. It can be some of your favorite foods and some of your favorite objects or activities or things Mm -hmm. because and I honestly I would bet and I know this would happen to me if I'm writing those things down I would almost feel tension between things that contradict each other you're doing it and you're like it would almost be a challenge to write something down and almost feel like you have to identify with it versus if you're writing a list of a hundred things and you just don't even think about it then you write everything that that you like and you can think of I think that would be such a freeing practice to Yeah, because as you're doing it, you're like, oh, I can't say this is who I am. But, like, you, it is because you thought of it and it's, like, there's, yeah. there's reasoning. And I think it can be stupid things, too. Like, some of the things on my list are being a twin. True. Or, the like I said, the painting on my wall. Or... The type of dog you have, the car yeah. you drive, the, like... Only, like, I only... A song wear, that you love. Right. I only wear bathing suits in the summer. Like, I'm never gonna put on real clothes unless I have to that is like a huge energy tap in or like vibe of myself Mm -hmm. and that may sound like a silly weird thing but it like it is true it makes me feel like myself that's like what I'm comfortable in that's the Mm -hmm. energy and the lifestyle that I'm really really happy in or the necklace that I've worn every single day for the past eight years of my life yeah or like the fact that our microphones are blue when we're recording all the like stupid random things that maybe you don't think of but make a huge impact or subconscious impact on who you are when you start to become aware of them it's really really helpful to one see the variety of things that make up who you are and two just to be aware and connected to the things that make up who you are yeah i think we should all do that little activity and just other thoughts on how to embrace your contradictions and not niche yourself down too much try new things stay open to trying new things to picking up old things that you might have let go of be aware of what you like and don't like but also don't overthink it like you can not like something in one moment and then you can try it again and like in the future like yoga for me right now but also i don't need to be like i like yoga right now i have to be a yogi this is has to be who i am you know i can just enjoy it in this moment so make space for and have self-acceptance for all of those different elements that arise in your life. So to conclude, you are made up of so many things, so many different personalities, so many different ways of being, so many interests. At the end of the day, it's all you. And that is such a cool thing. So there is no need to feel like you are on the wrong path or you can't have one side of yourself because it doesn't necessarily 100% align and support the other. They can both be true at the same time for yourself because at the end of the day, it's who you are. So if you're feeling like you need to niche down into one thing 
or you need to look like what you're seeing on social media from a lifestyle perspective or you need to only look like that one thing that is on your for you page right now you don't you can just live your life and you can try different things and that can change and that can evolve as you grow as we always say but at the end of the day you should be embracing and supporting and giving space to all the different parts of you so i hope that this conversation energized you or got you thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. or got you (laughs) to stop overthinking about yourself and who you are and over conceptualizing it If you do want to, like, put some more intention and effort into this topic, definitely go make a list, like, zero pressure of five things, of ten things, of a hundred things, of a million things that make up who you are, big or small. And contradict yourself. The next step to that, so the first step is, like, getting them all down and just allowing space for all of them. The second step could be categorize them. And once you have all that, break that down into, like, a few pillars of who you are and I that's what I have on the first page of like my journal and I think it is really interesting because they are very different like none of them are the same one is like health one is travel like at the end of the day those are two very different segments of who I am but they all they can are parts of me so you can break it down to categories if that's not going to be too like existential for you but at the end of the day live your life do your thing And if you do make a list, absolutely share it on your story and tag us or just send it to us. Or if that's too personal. Or just just send it to us us at Girls with Goals Pod or leave us a comment um, at Kathleen Kinnean, at Caroline Kinnean. We love chatting with you guys and we will see you next Monday. Bye. another season of the palmetto porch an original podcast from discover south carolina i'm devin whitmire join me as i get to the heart of what makes south carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special premiering december 5th find the palmetto porch wherever you get your podcasts and for more information about our show visit scpalmettoporch.com